This is the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames. Brought to you by Special Needs Family Hour, Inc. For the next hour, we'll be discussing the particular challenges and real-life solutions for families with special needs. If you found us, please know that you are not alone. To find out more, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here is your host, Julie Ames, on AM860, The Answer. Thanks for listening today to the Special Needs Family Hour. I'm Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. Our show is dedicated to helping those parents and caregivers for caring for special people. The theme of the show is the essay, Welcome to Holland, by Emily Pearl Kingsley. Kingsley describes the experience of raising a child with a disability. It's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy, only to realize that your plane has landed in Holland. Holland isn't a bad place. It's just a different place. So you must go out, buy a new guidebook, learn a whole new language, and meet a whole new group of people you would never have met. Holland is a code word for living life with those with disabilities. My hope and prayer are that the challenges we all face in Holland will make us better people. It has been an interesting time for us in Holland. Our oldest two daughters, Marie and Christina, are on the autism spectrum and have intellectual disabilities. Our youngest daughter, Anna, is a typical teenager. As far as Holland goes, Christina is still having her challenges with nausea, and there are many mornings that she wakes up nauseous. Today was no exception, and so we're still working our way through that. Maria, on the other hand is having a great time. She has now been employed for six weeks. There have been a few bumps in the road, one being that we realize that Maria is much better working a four-hour day versus a six-hour day. And we also realize that Maria is much better working in an open space versus in the back in the kitchen. So it's fun when I come to pick her up from work. I will get there early so I can spy on her. And I watch her wiping counters and sweeping up things. She's actually diagnosed um, OCD. So she's obsessive compulsive disorder. So she's very good at these types of things. So it's like the perfect job for her. So we're very excited for Maria and very proud of her. Today we have a great show. Our guest is Susan Ventura, the President and Chief Executive Officer for Easter Seals Florida. Easter Seals is America's largest nonprofit healthcare organization committed to comprehensive health and wellness of more than 1.5 million people it serves annually. We'll be discussing their many programs that are available for those with disabilities. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I am here with Sue Ventura, the President and Chief Executive Officer for Easter Sills, Florida. Hi, Sue. Hi. Hi. Please tell our listeners a little bit about your background and how you came to be at Easter Sills. Sure. Thank you for having me, Julie. It's exciting to be here. Um, So 32 years ago and a few months, I walked through the door at Easter Sills down in Palm Beach County, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I had actually um, answered an ad in the newspaper, if you remember those, um, <laughs> looking for somebody to start new programs in the community, identify what the community need for people with special needs, and find the funding, develop a board, and get it started. Wow. And it was very, very exciting. On my first day on the job, uh, I had to bring a chair from home to sit in the office and wait for a phone line to get installed. That's that's how wow. bare bones we were starting. But I had um, been working in the field of rehab before that. I have a degree in rehabilitation counseling from Florida State University. You were telling me what made that appealing to you. Can you explain that? Sure. It was a a windy road. I I always knew that I wanted to do something that might make this world a little bit better place, a little bit better than I found it, leave it behind. And so I was looking in the various fields of psychology and social work, and none of them really hit my buttons directly. And then I fell into rehabilitation and found that the curriculum really was um, an inclusive collection of of some some medical background, which I was interested in, the social work, the psychology, all of those pieces wrapped into one that was really functional to really work with people who had disabilities and and be a part of the community and advocacy was part of the curriculum. So it really worked for me and it just, it, it, that eclectic mix just hit all the right buttons. Yes, it's interesting because we've done shows on vocational rehabilitation and I've never quite heard the field described that way, but that's really a perfect explanation. And what a perfect background for Easter Seals and the job you're doing. Well, thank you. I, I think it is because we, at Easter Seals, we work with people with disabilities, but no one specific disability type. We work right. with people, you know, however they present themselves, whether they have autism, cerebral palsy, uh, dementia. It, it just doesn't matter. It's like, okay, what what does your family need? And these are the programs we have, and how can we help? Wow. Well, I'm amazed, too, about Easter Seals. I, you know, I've always heard the name. I, I, I feel like I know what Easter Seals is, but at the same time, I had no idea what all Easter Seals does in all 50 states, you're international also, and what you offer to our local community as well as the state of Florida. It's just amazing. Thank you. It, it is. It's uh, the, the running joke inside of Easter Seals is if you've seen one Easter Seals, you've seen one Easter Seals because yes. we, we do reflect what communities need. And so even though we are in, in all the states and we're in Canada, Australia, Mexico, um, it's what the community needs. And so here in the, the Tampa Bay greater area, uh, we focus primarily on um, children's services, child development, yes. respite care. And we have our Camp Challenge that serves the whole state and actually even, um, you know, children and adults from out of state come to our camp. Wow. I know. It's just amazing because as I researched Easter Seals in Florida and this area, what all you've done. Well, tell us a little bit about the history. How did you guys come to be? Because this is your 100th anniversary. It is. Um, 100 years of Easter Seals in 1919, uh, we were founded by Edgar Allen, affectionately known as Daddy Allen, and in Elyria, Ohio. And his own son was injured in a streetcar accident. And he was trying to find services for his son and found that they didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And then was saw that... Children with disabilities were, you know, 
put into hospitals and institutions and right. not part of their community. And he worked to bring people with disabilities out of the shadows. And that's been part of Easter Seal's legacy. We were instrumental in the passing of the Americans with Disabilities Act yes. and are still uh, some of the strongest advocates for uh, the the rights and needs of people with disabilities. So here we are a hundred years later. When a when hundred years ago, nobody knew the word autism. No. And, you know, Easter Seals is often associated with polio. Right. And we, we were very involved in services uh, through that. Polio has been eradicated. And now things like autism and developmental delays from uh, you know, from birth on. Right. So we're a nimble, fluid organization that, that moves with the times. And like you said, your goal is to meet each community and what their needs are. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about what you're doing in Florida and then narrow it down to the Tampa Bay area. Sure. So we serve people across the lifespan. A right. lot of people associate Easter Seals only with children. Yes. But we also have adult programs. And so... Um, we do adult day care, adult day health care in the uh, Winter Park and Gainesville area for seniors with dementia or other medically fragile conditions. Right. We also have younger um, adults in those programs, too, tra- with traumatic brain injuries, right. autism, uh, whatever their needs are. And so families can bring their loved ones. And we have uh, a focus on arts and wellness and activities, and so that people aren't sitting uh, home alone, right? Or or needing, you know, becoming so isolated, yes. In, even and if they have a caregiver at home, and families can still. Most of our members in our adult daycare live with their adult children and their families, and so by taking them to um, our programs, they can right. still go to work, right? So it's respite for the caregiver too. Oh my, and that's where. Uh, Winter Park in the Orlando area and Gainesville. Okay. Uh, We also do vocational rehabilitation. We do employment services. Uh, We have a um, workshop where we have contracts with uh, Rockwell Collins and other major employers in the area where adults with disabilities can can come and not only work and earn a paycheck, but also go out into the community and learn how to use the public transportation system, right. take a yoga class and cooking classes and have, have some great fun. We also work with vocational rehabilitation. We have counselors that work on employment services. We have a hospitality program called yes, Strive, and that is a, a um, 12-week training program for adults with disabilities that helps them uh, to be ready to be employed in the hospitality field. It's a certified program in guest room attendant, uh, um, customer service, and it's really a wonderful program, and that's based out of Palm Beach County. Okay. So we also, in uh, while we're in the South Florida area, we hold the contract for the state of Florida for the Early Steps program yes. Okay. in five counties. Um, around Palm Beach County, Okeechobee, St. Lucie, right. Indian River, um, and Martin Counties. And there we're serving 5,000 children a year being um, evaluated in our clinics right? Uh, and and then getting the services that they need at those earliest and most vulnerable. Yes, and years. just so people listening know, in Hillsborough County, the Early Steps contract is held at USF, and Early Steps is zero to three years old. If you think your child is having challenges they will help 
evaluate your child and make sure you get the services you need. Absolutely. And I'll emphasize that that is a no-cost-to-families program, that they just need to call the Early Steps office by them, and they can set up to have an evaluation. Yes, and they come to the home, too, sometimes, right? Sometimes they do. Sometimes the services are in clinic, but I'm sure that the program has um, locations around their catchment area. I know that's how we operate ours. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then what are some other programs around the state? So moving around the state, down in the Naples area, we have a, a small autism school. It's a McKay Scholarship School. Why? And also a LEAP program, uh, Life Education Advocacy and Participation, where everyday adults with disabilities are coming into our program. They're learning their continuing education, basic, um, much like the program I described earlier, going out into the community, volunteering at many other organizations in town. And some of them are even um, getting job placements in the in the local community. Wow. So like your autism school, you said you meet the needs in the community. How do you decide to start something like that? Does a donor come to you and say, let's start this? Or does a, do a group of parents come to you? How does all that work? It's, it's usually through families that are telling us what is needed in the community, and then we do some due diligence. Oh, that makes sense. And then match it up with funding, which is always a challenge. We know that right. Florida has a lot of waiting lists for, for services. True. And uh, so we talk to the various funders, but we have contracts with all the major funding players in the state, yes. and they're statewide contracts. So if we wanted to work... With the Agency for Persons with Disabilities, for example, we we can work anywhere in the state because we have right. that and vocational rehab, the same kinds of things. Right, right. Because you are an APD provider in the services that they provide. Right. Yes, yes. And then what are some of the other places? Well, our um, Camp Challenge, which is located just outside of Orlando in Lake yes. County, that is just our little gem. It is 61 acres of Um, beautiful wooded camp area where we serve from age 6 to 106. But if you're 107, we'll take you as well. Um, Children and adults with disabilities. Yes, and your camp, what I think is neat is you host camps there, but people can rent the camp. Yes, people can rent the camp to bring their group in. And it's ADA approved. It it is, and the American Camping Association approved. Everything is accessible. We have a zip line. We have an accessible pool, a rock climbing wall, um, archery programs, and uh, a petting zoo, lots of animals. Really, We have... Uh, you know, a full commercial kitchen so a group can come in and, and cook for themselves and have a good time uh, and rent the camp from group homes that come in right. to uh, we've had um, groups that are doing like black belt testing, you oh know, my. and it, just any kind of group. Wow. Uh, church groups come in and have well, retreats. Yes, it's so nice to know, though, that you're special needs friendly. Because there's not that many camps around that are. Right. And that you're there. And the camps you host are interesting. Why don't we take a break? And then I want you to tell them about the specific camps that Easter Seals hosts at your campsite. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour. I'm here with Sue Ventura, the President and Chief Executive Officer for Easter Seals, Florida. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. 
888-888-2637 or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I'm here with Sue Ventura, the President and Chief Executive Officer for Easter Seals, Florida, America's largest nonprofit healthcare organization, helping 1.5 million people annually with comprehensive health care and wellness programs. So, Sue, we were just talking about your camp in Winter Haven. Can you tell us more about your camp? The camp is um, actually located in, in Lake County. Oh, okay. You're located in Winter Haven. Oh, winter, yes, Winter Park. Okay, okay, Winter, winter Park. Park. There's so so many little towns around. Sorry Florida. about that. <laughs> That's okay. So we're off of State Road 46 near Mount Dora in okay. um, Central Florida, and it's a beautiful, fully accessible 61-acre camp where we serve um, not only children but adults, and that's one of the things that makes the camp very unique. There's a lot of camps for children with disabilities uh, but we, we have campers that the camp has been there for 60 years, and we have campers who have been coming for all 60 of those years. Really? And so you don't have that cutoff at 22, because a lot of camps for special needs at 22, that's your last year to camp. And we haven't made it yet. <laughs> <laughs> My kids aren't ready for camp just yet. One day we'll make it. But Well, we have a plan for those family members who feel like their their children or young adults are not ready for camp as well through our weekend camp. But but I do want to emphasize that, that yes, m- probably most of our campers are adults. Uh, they've been coming for a long time. Many of them live in group homes. Some live at mm-hmm. home. And they look forward to their, their week or, or four weeks at camp every summer and have mm-hmm. friends, um, girlfriends, boyfriends, and really just have a great time uh, coming to camp and, and being a part of the Easter Seals family yes. at, at Camp Challenge. So. We have um, a series of weekend camps throughout the year. And because sometimes uh, family members are a little unsure. You know, right. I don't know it, how how my child will do. Right. Um, will you be able to meet their needs? They take a lot of medications. Right. You know, we can handle all of that. We you have, have a medical staff. We do. We have nurses on site. We have uh, medical liaisons. We, we can handle any of those um, conditions we have campers that are total care. If we need to brush their teeth, get them dressed, help them shower and bathe, that's not a problem. That is wow. what we do. So you can try us out for a weekend camp. Okay. So on our website, we have the schedule of the weekend camps throughout the year. And some families come to every single week of camp and summer camp. Um, wow. Or come to one and see how it is and, and see how you like it and how your loved one does at camp. Yes. Now you're telling me about a family that drops them off for a couple weeks. We have we have some campers that stay all summer long. If camp is open, they are there. Um, but one year we had a family that that called and said, you know, can I drop my child off a little bit early? And we we're like, well, you know, we're not quite set up, but sure, come on in. And when they came a couple hours before check in, we said, you know, what's what's the rush? What's going right. on? And the family told us that they had a flight to catch, that they were going to Europe on their first vacation and who knows how long right. while their child was at Camp Challenge. 
And yes, they did leave us a local contact for emergencies. My. But the trust that that shows. Yes. that See, to me, that's amazing. Because for me, any type of trip that we plan, we have to take out insurance because of Christina. Because we really never know if something's going to be canceled or it's not going to happen. That's not unusual for us. It's It's not unusual at all. But, you know, families come to depend on us. And we encourage that. We are there as much for the family as we are for the camper because families need, um, they need a respite. They need a little bit of a break. Sometimes they have other children in the family they want to take on a special vacation. And and we're there. Yes. Well, that's, that's an important <clears throat> point you make because I know for us, family vacations have been difficult because of the challenges of the other two. So we've actually sent Anna on... Um, study trips by herself because it was impossible to take everyone right and it's you know it's one of those challenges that you face but here's what's so fascinating to me is easter sills has been around a hundred years and you have these camps you have uh development programs for children you have all these things and i can't think of um an organization with that much background and history and know-how and the nuances that would be involved so i can see why parents would trust you to leave the kids see i'm I'm debating it in my mind right now as we're talking (laughs) but that's amazing it's it is difficult for a family to to trust i mean i'm a parent myself and um you, you know and and a grandparent now and it's very hard to leave your your child um or your parent in one of the programs you were talking about your dad Yes, yeah, so um, my own family story, my, my mother died um, very suddenly about seven years ago, cardiac arrest, but mm-hmm. we were starting to talk at the time just before she passed about my dad starting to have some memory issues. And I also think this is a case study in caregiver stress, and that's why taking care of the caregiver is so critically important to me. You mean your mom? My mom. Because I had a friend, the same thing. The father had dementia. The mother's taking care of heart attack. Yes. And yes, so it's continue. I'm much, much more common than you think. And of course, the shock of losing uh, my mother, my father kind of spiraled into more confusion yes. and, and memory loss. And, um, you know, my, my sister and brother and I were, found ourselves in a caregiving position. Right. And uh, actually, my my parents lived over here in the Tampa Bay area in Clearwater. Mm -hmm. And we were, uh, we decided after um, the first year to move my dad to Orlando, where I was located so that I could take care of him and enroll him in our Easter Seals Daybreak program, our adult day health care. And I like to tell the story that at that point, after 26 years with Easter Seals, I found Easter Seals. I was no longer the CEO, I was another caregiver in need. Right. And when I would come in with my dad and just frazzled, my hair standing on end, and we'd already had a morning. And <laughs> we'd already lived one life. <laughs> and um, and, and my, my staff would just say, just bring him here. Just get here. We will take care of all of those details. Just get here. Wow. And it it really was profound and, and life changing for me. And my father has has since passed, but the importance of 
caring for caregivers yes. is something that is underestimated quite a bit. Yes. Well, I would think, too, with your employees and Easter Seals being the organization that it is, that your employees would be very happy. I know that this, these types of jobs are not always the um, easiest to do. They're very difficult, um, and it's not the highest-paying job in the world. Exactly. But there is so much personal satisfaction, and we're actually doing a, a internal campaign right now with every employee's trying to find their why. Why are they doing this? And as the CEO, listening to those stories is just so heartwarming to me to hear the dedication as I go around the state, visit all our programs, and talk to our staff. Uh, it just really is personally meaningful to everyone. Yes, and it's interesting. You were telling me earlier that even though your title's Easter Sills, technically you aren't a religious organization. You welcome everyone. We welcome everyone. Um, we the the history of the name started back with Daddy Allen, who was selling um, East seals for an envelope yes. um, that had the spring flowers for Easter on them. And that's how he originally started raising money, and the name just stayed as as yeah. Easter Seals. But we're not here only in the spring. We're here all year round meeting families' needs. Yes. So tell us a little bit more about Tampa, what we have here in Tampa that you that Easter Seals is doing. So here in the Tampa Bay area, we are primarily uh, focusing on children. We have our Child Development Center where we're doing Head Start services, and we have a community uh, preschool program for children with disabilities in an inclusive setting so that we have welcome children who are typically developing alongside of children with disabilities. Now, if someone's listening and they want to know where that is, do they just go to your website? Website is is great. We're on East Henry Avenue. You can find all of the details at easterseals.com slash Florida. Okay. And locate any any of the programs that we've talked about today yes. um, and any of the ways to get to get involved we also and, and at our child development center uh, families can get occupational physical speech therapies they can get what their children need under one roof in one stop really how does that work i mean do you have all right i guess a child when a child comes to you with head start or from early steps like they would come from early steps at usf they would already have their um plan yes Okay, so they have their plan, and they come to you, and they're able to get all those services through you. Yes, in one stop, and oh then families can still um, work or do whatever it is that they want to, they want to do, and they know that their children are in a safe environment and getting all of the services okay, they need. because that's one of those challenges. My, both my daughters are high anxiety, and I always had to weigh the service and getting there and going there with the anxiety it caused. Mm-hmm. So you have everything right there. For them, which is great. So Head Start, what age does that start? Um, our Head Start is preschool, so they're four- and five-year-olds. Okay. Uh, there is an early Head Start program in the community for younger children, and uh, those children come through the Head Start eligibility and come um, into into our program. Yes. And we work then in transition to kindergarten. And we just we have terrific scores. We are well, well above the averages for children being ready for kindergarten when they come through our Easter Seals program. So we're very, very proud of that. Yes. Well, why don't we take a break there? And when we come back, we'll continue talking about the programs available here in the Tampa Bay area. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860 The Answer. 
Our guest is Sue Ventura, the President and Chief Executive Officer for Easter Seals Florida. Please stay with us. We will be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I'm here with Sue Ventura, the President and Chief Executive Officer for Easter Seals, Florida, America's largest nonprofit healthcare organization helping 1.5 million people annually with comprehensive health and wellness programs. So, Sue, we were just talking about Camp Challenge, and you were telling me some stories and some other instances. There's so many wonderful things that, that happen at camp, and sometimes I think after all of my years, I, I, I can no longer be surprised, but I can be all the time. I was uh, touring camp with a donor one day, and people love to come out and see camp, and I welcome anybody to come out for a tour. And uh, he stopped one of the campers and asked the camper, what's your favorite part about coming to camp? Hmm. And I expected him to say, the pool, I can swim in the pool, or the zip line, the rock climbing wall, um, the campfire, any one of those things. And the camper looked at him and said, the shower. Why? And he went on to tell the donor that he had never been able to take a shower by himself, that we have accessible showers, wheel-in shower chairs. Right. And once this, this individual, he was able to transfer into a shower chair, he was able to take a shower by himself. And oh. he did not have that level of accessibility in his home. Wow. So he loved coming to camp so he could take a shower by himself. So the the independence that is fostered right. and blossoming that happens, a lot of families uh, don't realize what their their child might be capable of because you get into a routine. Yes, you get into a routine, you get into a rut, and you just there's times where you're just trying to get through the day, yes. and it's just one more thing, right? So we have campers that. Oh, you know, they they tie their shoes, they learn to get dressed, they eat new foods. Right. They have a lot of different experiences because our expectations are that they're going to experiment and fly. They're going to try new things. Yes, but that is so true about what kids don't know. Because an example that was given to me is that this child was supposed we could take care of themselves and it was time to get dressed that morning and the kid came out in his bed clothes because he didn't know how to pick out his clothes. His mom had always picked out his clothes. So it's those little things that you don't think about. Right. And sometimes children with special needs don't have the, the, the curiosity or the ability to, what would happen if I do that? Right. And so we encourage that. And those kinds of things happen at Camp Challenge all the time. I bet they do. So tell us some more about, you're going to tell me a little bit more about the military respite and other programs here. We were talking about the children's Head Start and all of that? Yes. In addition to our Child Development Center, our Head Start programs, 
We also work with active duty military families at uh, Patrick Air Force Base over in Cocoa, but right here at McDill Air Force Base. So families um, in the military also have children with special needs. And yes. there, there is an exceptional family program within the military. And we are a part of that program providing in-home respite care to active duty military members. See, that's amazing to me because my husband was in the military and um, he got out. And I've always wondered, you know, would we have survived with two special needs kids and the challenges that that brings? Yes. And we have um, highly qualified um, respite uh, staff members that, that range from nurses to child development experts that go into the home. They may work with the children doing some homework. Sometimes the families are home because they just want to, you know, go take a shower or read a book or catch up right. on paying the bills. Um, or they leave and go out and have, uh, you know, have a date night or just go out and have an evening with friends. So we are uh, very excited to be able to provide that to our, our active duty families here at, at McDill. We also, through a program funded by the Children's Board, do respite care, in-home respite care for non-military families okay. that uh, may be eligible for those services through different organizations that have a type of funding called ASO. Okay. And uh, those different agencies that have that funding can contact Easter Seals and we'll match up the family with a, a respite care provider and right. go into their home and provide those respite services. And a lot of people aren't aware that it's there. And one of the very early families that we worked with, the, the mother was going through chemotherapy and needed to go to the hospital, um, you know, on a regular basis. And so Easter Seals, we came in with our our respite care and worked with the child um, while mom was getting her treatment. So, you know, there's all kinds of reasons that that people need a little bit of help. And I know it's difficult, having been a caregiver myself, to even admit it sometimes. True. But you have to have that self-care. You have to take care of yourself. You know, put your own oxygen mask on first, so to speak. And I, I really urge caregivers to to reach out and, and, you know, take a little break once in a while. It's okay. Yes. And with the military, I guess, do, who do they contact? The, um, the exceptional uh, EMF P program. In okay, the, so they the, would already know about it if they have a, a child with special needs. They should, okay. um, but if they don't, and um, sometimes things are can be difficult to navigate, they can reach right. out to us directly, and we can also help um, right. make the right connections. But I think most of the uh, folks on the on the base on active duty are probably enrolled in that exceptional family program already. Okay, and then for those people that need respite care. It sounds like they're contacted through other organizations, contact you to set it up. Yes, but families those outside of again milk. can can contact us and we will see if we can um, match them up into the right organization and see if we can find that funding for them. Right. Um, you know, that's one of the things that we do is just just call us. We'll figure it out. We'll help you. We'll give you a phone number. We'll find out where the right place is because it's it's. It's Holland. You need a new guidebook? Right. Easter Seals can be your guidebook. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. I actually, you know, it's funny. When I first started the show, I actually had someone from Holland call me. <laughs> the, the, the company was from Holland. But anyway. 
Yes. Well, yes. it's it's a wonderful, um, wonderful story. And we also work with Hillsborough County Schools and yes. ha- operate three teen parenting programs in three schools in the county. Oh, explain that. Because I think this is a wonderful program. Well, uh, young women sometimes get, get pregnant while they're still in school. Yes. And um, our goal is to provide the great child care on the campus so that the mommies and daddies can stay in school. And they have parenting classes and help them to be better parents. And they, they can come during the day and, you know, see their children while they're also going to school. And some of the, um, you know, the mommies can be, can be pretty young. Yes. And we, we've even had more than, more than one baby come through the program. But these, these young women and men are graduating high school. And yes. the chances for having a more successful life and, and life child. for their child uh, go up exponentially by finishing school. Right. So I would imagine that the school counselor knows the situation and they put them in touch with you? Yes, because we're right there on the campus. Okay. So the referrals come from the school when they identify uh, that a student is pregnant and they can come to our campuses. Uh, and do the moms usually want to stay in school? Yes, they do. Okay. They do. They weren't ready for life to stop. And, but that's that's a wonderful program that would keep them focused and headed in the directions that's going to bring most success for them. Right. right. All right. Well, why don't we take a break there? I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Our guest is Sue Ventura, the President and Chief Executive Officer for Easter Seals, Florida. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I'm here with Sue Ventura, the President and Chief Executive Officer for Easter Sills, Florida, America's largest nonprofit healthcare organization, helping 1.5 million people annually with comprehensive health and wellness programs. So, Sue, if someone's been listening and they want to know how to volunteer or how to help, what do they do? And what capacity do you need? Give us a call. We love our volunteers. Uh, Also, check our website, easterseals.com slash Florida. We have some special events that are coming up that both – People can volunteer at or buy tickets and be attendees. We also have um, programs at our center and grounds, facility grounds that have never-ending needs. So um, starting with our our facility, uh, we we always need beautification projects and things like that. So people who have any kind of uh, skills, facility maintenance, any of that, please give us a call. We, We always need everything. We also, in celebration of our 100th anniversary, have uh, a program now called 100 Readers, 100 Leaders. 
and we're welcoming people to come in and read a story to our children and identify uh, 100 leaders in the community who would like to come in and, and read a story. That sounds like fun. It would be fun, and Julie, we would love to have you come and read to our kids. I've done that before. That would be fun. I did it for one of the kids' classes. Yes. We always always can use extra hands in the classroom, even on a regular basis. We're um, providing lunch to, you know, 160 or 70 children every day. So, you know, there's there's a lot of... No matter what your talent is, you have music skills, yes. art skills, come tie-dye with us, whatever it is, we have lots lots and lots of volunteer opportunities. Wow. And if uh, giving is more your style, which we always need that. Yes, yeah, so explain the, the financial aspect of it and how you're supported. We are supported uh, through, of course, we have uh, contracts with the various agencies, but a lot of our programs are also um, private pay that folks pay for some of the services, and we do everything we can to scholarship those programs to make sure they're most affordable for the people who need them, can afford them at, at right. whatever level. So we're always trying to raise money to keep our programs going. We're very, very proud that 89 cents of every dollar goes directly where you want it to go to our programs and services. We have right. low overhead, low management costs, and those those dollars are going right to our services. Which is very impressive. Thank you. We're very proud of that. And so there is a, a button on our website to donate. Uh, we also need people to be on our advisory board. We have a, mm. a state fiduciary board for right. uh, folks in the community who are more interested in that. We have two big events, a pair to remember, which is a ladies' luncheon and shoe designer shoe. Yes, auction. explain that. <laughs> it is a lot of a lot of fun. That's the first time I've ever heard of that. Ah, uh, and we're we're ten years in. We're celebrating our tenth anniversary okay. of a pair to remember, and the the mostly ladies come and in their spring fashions, and there's a silent auction and a live auction. And the live auction, the models are uh, local. Uh, celebrity and attractive men from the community, okay. and they carry around the designer shoes that are um, on a silver tray, working um, with with the women who are bidding on the shoe. Uh, maybe there's a handbag. There's a trip involved with it. Interesting. And those are our live auction uh, packages. So it's it's a okay. lot of fun and raises a lot of money for these programs. For the business end, we have um, get down to business is another one of our events that the business community comes together and we have a leadership speaker who comes every, every year and speaks to the group. And again, it is it is a luncheon and motivational. Mm. And we're very interested in developing future leaders in the community. We have so many people that are so dedicated and on so many boards and business leaders and CEOs. Um, but we also want to help groom the next generation to be socially aware and committed right. to their community. Right. Well, I was looking at your board. It's very impressive. And I always, it's just fun. Anytime I do a show, I always go through and I learn everything about you guys. It's just my personality. But um, it is an impressive group of people that you have working with you in the various capacities. So how should they contact you? Well, the the, the best way, because it's open 24-7, is our website, easterseals.com slash Florida. Uh, but you can call us anytime um, here in Tampa. Our number is 
813-988-7633. Can you say that one more time? 813-988-7633. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being here today and sharing the 100th anniversary of Easter Seals with us. Thank you for having me. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Please join us next Sunday at 1. Thank you for listening to the Special Needs Family Hour. If you've missed any part of today's program, you can get the podcast of this and every show at specialneedsfamilyhour.com. While there, please take advantage of the resources we've made available. And if you're so inclined, please support the advertisers that support this program. Special Needs Family Hour, Inc. is a nonprofit 501c3 organization. More than anything, just know that you are not alone. And we invite you to join us next Sunday at 1, only on AM 860. The Answer. The Answer.